well, damn, you can't just be coming up in here unannounced. Make yourself known. This is a podcast, not a haunted house, okay? Drop the music. Tammy. I, of course, am Tammy. And per usual, we have a lot to get into. So sit down, stand up, I don't know, whatever you prefer. (laughs) Sip your tea, preferably, okay? And um, let's get into these hot topics. Now, side note, I know you're probably thinking hot topics, that's usually the checkup episode for for the month, you know, at the end of the month. And yes, that is true. But there's so many topics in this month that, hey, it's two episodes. And I may or may not have had a guest cancel. And so here we are. Let's get into the hot topics. (laughs) But the, um, First hot topic, which is now a dead topic that I just want to get out of the way, is Mr. DJ Khaled. Um, DJ Khaled recently went on a little mini embarrassing rant of him being upset that his album is number two and Tyler, the creator's album being number one, being Igor. Supposedly, there's a lawsuit now from DJ Khaled to Billboard to sort out of the, the back end of why he did not get number one album, you know, the first week. And there is some bundle deals. There is some things on the side that were going to benefit both parties. And one party didn't get the benefit. And that was DJ Khaled. And so that's what he's essentially mad about. But what I want to get to is the pettiness of him throwing Tyler, the creator under the bus by throwing shade, by making little slick comments saying how he makes music that's to be heard by all, not just some mysterious shit that will fade away. And of course I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. And that was just very tasteless. DJ Khaled has not been on my favorable list as of late. He hasn't been cranking out great albums. They're, they're good, like good enough, but it's nothing amazing. Um, Back in the day, maybe, I don't know, five to eight years ago, DJ Khaled was a really good puppet master with bringing different artists together. We got really good songs, anthems, classics, but as of late, not so much. That's that's on him. He can't be blaming the next person who is successful in that field. He, he can't put that blame on another person. He can't just throw shade where he feels like it. And I hope... He addresses this eventually. I don't see him addressing it anytime soon. He should be doing interviews, but you know, due to the situation, he is not. Again, it's just all very embarrassing. It was the last straw for me for DJ Khaled. And ironic enough, this is not the only artist that we're going to discuss this episode that you know, I'm just done with. I'm just, I'm just over. You know, DJ Khaled, he's tolerable if he says one or two words on the track, you know, but as for him, I'm not going to tune in specifically for him. If he's hosting something, I'm not going to run to it. If he's giving me a long motivational speech 
on on IG or Snapchat, I am not going to watch it. I'm sorry. I used to. I used to be all about the major keys. Um, all I wanted to do was win. But now, you know, I'm, I'm I've moved on. I moved on. DJ Khaled's a bit dated at this point, and again, very embarrassing. But let's just move on to um additional topics. Let's not beat that dead horse. Um, let's talk about really quickly how baby fat is back. Um, I saw somewhere someone said 2019 is now 1999. And I, I kind of agree when it comes to the fashion, the styles, what trends that are recycling. And I'm happy baby fat is back, but by looking at the merchandise, it looks like regular forever 21 clothes. Cause I mean, Baby Fat is partnering with Forever 21 and it looks like Baby Fat is just putting their logo on already existing Forever 21 clothes. But hey, I'll I'll get a I'll get a crew neck when it's time with a Baby Fat cat on it. I got an old purse somewhere in the closet. I'm still going to support cuz I like Kamora Lee Simmons. I love her daughters. They have a great sense of humor. I just love that little family. They're cute. Um they're smart. They're beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm here for it. But as for the style, the trends, th- there's nothing new. There's, it's nothing innovating. It's nothing baby fat, if that makes sense. Like, it's just the logo. You're going to get the logo on some biker shorts. You're going to get the logo on some crew necks. You're going to get the logo on some tube tops. And, you know, just some regular stuff. I wanted some, I wanted some, some sweatsuits, some velvets. And maybe that is out there. Maybe I'm not diving into the merchandise. But as for what's being advertised, regular Forever 21 things. Okay. Um, but again, check for yourself because I may, I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong as well. Cause I want some baby fat. I'm, I'm not hating. I do want to own some, some new baby fat, but, um, let's, let's move on to another topic. Let's talk about how people are pregnant. Um, Cassie announced that she's pregnant and young Miami, um, announced that they're pregnant. People keep recycling the same goddamn tweet saying how, you know, we were supposed to act up this summer as women. We we're we we're going to have a hot girl summer. And now it's all canceled because people are getting pregnant. People are in relationships. People are committed. Another person who announced their pregnancy, um, Tokyo Jets. She's definitely someone who's out here, you know, with us being ratchet in the streets. But please stop recycling the same comment, your same gripes for these women. You can still act up. You can still be a hot girl. Ain't nobody stopping you. okay let them entertain you um into making these bad decisions for your summer okay and when you do make those bad decisions and those consequences come don't come don't come back trying to blame these artists they were in their committed relationships okay (laughs) you have to be able to tell the difference between entertainment and reality but um for some there is no there is no difference and it's sad a little bit but again no one's stopping you from acting up Go out there. Be a hot girl. We ain't mad at you. Moving on really quickly, very briefly. Let's go ahead and congratulate Drake and his Raptors (laughs) and the NBA champions of 2019. Lots of jokes could be made. You can go online and see them for yourself, I'm sure. But, um, What we got in the result of that win from the Raptors is a two-pack from Drake, two new songs. Um, These two new songs, uh, people have their opinions, as do I. Um, The songs that did come out, they're 
they're Drake, you know, it sounds like Drake, Drake vibes. It's just, it's nothing new. Um, I know one line that is standing out in one of the songs is he said that, you know, niggas told on me and people are, are laughing at that line. Cause it's like, how, how do you get told on for having a kid? But I being a Drake Stan, we all, we all know this by now. If you've listened to previous episodes, um, I'm going to defend him and say that, yeah, y'all told on him. Who's Who said that he has to be public with his personal life? He was trying to do something discreet and we did not respect his privacy. Now I'm still upset he went out and had a baby on me, but I respect his privacy, if that makes any sense, which I think it does not. But I ain't gonna lie to myself or y'all. The songs are eh, you know? There's better Drake songs out there. Um, Rick Ross is featured on one of them. Um, The song that he's featured on is Money in the Grave. Um, It's definitely the least favorite of all Drake and Ross collabs. If you want to just run down the Drake and Ross collabs really quickly, we can kind of rank them. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like my rank is very accurate. Um, But there's, I think, and then correct me if I'm wrong again, if this is not all of the Drake and Ross collabs, but I count seven. Um, There is Lord Knows, number one for me. Number two, Stay Scheming. Number three, Aston Martin Music. Number four, Made Men. Five, Dice Pineapple. Six, I'm On One. And seven, the newest song, Money in the Grave. That is my rank of Drake and Ross collabs. Again, number one, Lord Knows. Number two, Stay Scheming. Number three, Aston Martin Music. The last one, Money in the Grave. What is what is your opinion on that rank? What is your favorite Drake and Ross collab? The reason why I stress this, the, the reason why I even care for your opinion is just because these are two big voices and bosses. And when they click up, everyone feels like they're just getting money. They're living their best life. They're checking bitches left and right. You know, as soon as you hear these voices together, you feel that way. And the reason why Money in the Grave is number seven is because a lot of us didn't feel that way. But let's go ahead and move on because I don't want to sit here and, um, bash my own husband you know what lady would I be doing that um let's move on to someone who I I may want to bash let me let me not use the word bash um judge (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but let's talk about um Mr. Tory Lanes oh Mr. Tory Lanes okay recently a video hit the interwebs of Tory Lanez doing a music video shoot with a dark-skinned woman. Dark-skinned woman was posted up doing her thing as a video girl. Director says, you know what? Let's switch out this girl. Let's bring in another girl who is light-skinned. Um, looks a little bit more, you know, exotic. And Tory Lanez, he cuts it. He's like, nope, not going to stand for this. You are not going to trade out my dark-skinned sister for this light-skinned red bone. <laughs> We are not going to stand for this. Director said, okay. They continued on. He made a post about it saying, we as artists should take more of initiative to make sure this isn't happening in our spaces. We should be able to flourish with our brown skin. 
Everyone championed him. Yay, Tory Lanes, right? Even though just a few days ago, it seemed like he was bashing light-skinned women with Aisha Curry, but that's another story. But back to Tory as of now, okay? Um, it has now hit the interwebs that that may have been staged. The dark-skinned woman involved in the video, um, allegedly stated that that is not what really happened and he he played that up on purpose she was saying how the girls were both casted by the director to be there intentionally both of them and they were intended to be swapped it out there was going to be two girls in this video and they were both okay with that. Um, Tory Lanez took it upon himself to make sure that, it, you know, it was solely going to be this dark-skinned woman, even though he knew both women were supposed to be in the video. And so people are claiming now, and so is a dark-skinned woman um, in the video. And I wish I knew her name. Um, you know, I don't want to just keep calling her dark-skinned woman, but that's the label that we're going to give her right now. Uh, staged all of this. Tori, Tori. Now, I don't know this dark-skinned woman and I don't know Tori. You know, let's keep it a buck. I don't know them, but Tori's track record is not a good one when it comes to just being truthful, honest, you know, pure, genuine, um, authentic. And I don't put this past him. I, I don't want to believe that he was staged this because he, he has then came out in response to the dark skinned woman saying how that is false. That is not true. He did not stage anything and how crazy that y'all would even paint that picture when he's trying to do something right. Okay. And if that is the case, all for it. But again, I just go off of actions. Let me see your resume. And when I look at Tory Lane's resume, yes, makes fire music without a doubt. Not going to deny that. So get out of here with those comments <laughs> and those reactions. Okay. He makes good music. Perfect. Um, but when you look at his resume, he has been accused of being a copycat artist, um, an artist who, um, basically isn't really being genuine and authentic with themselves is taking someone else's music remixing it and making it their own that has been the narrative of Tory Lane starting out after that little storyline Eric Bellinger is like okay Tory Lanez, I'm listening to your music and I'm actually hearing my tagline in your songs. This gonna be your favorite song or you know whatever tag Eric B has why is Tory Lane saying it in his music now? Eric B had an issue with that, you know, tried to check him on that. And Tory Lane's kind of just brushed it off. Like I can say whatever I want to say, even though we all know that's Eric Bellinger's tag. Okay, strike two on your resume. After that, he does a freestyle, Hot 97 Funk Flex. Sounds very similar to another freestyle we've heard. Tory Lanez was accused of stealing bars from Don Q and Cassidy because a lot of his bars in that freestyle that he did on Hot 97 with Funk Flex sounded similar or exact. Okay, so that is just another demarcation, another strike, another reason not to believe you on your resume. It seems like you have a history of lying, cheating, not being authentic. That is what it boils down to. So here we are, another incident. People are saying, you're lying. This is not you. You staged this. You're an actor. 
Why am I not to believe them? Tori, you make great music. Yes, that sounds like a lot of other people's music, but nonetheless, it's great music. You got to do better. If it's not stage, you need to go the extra mile, get the director, get the light-skinned woman, get, get other people who are on the set to, to back you up on this because right now I'm looking at you sideways. I'm looking at you sideways, Tori. You got me all riled up. Let me sip some tea and let's take a break. Yeah, uh, I know myself far too well to be a stranger pain. Despite it all, we remain in the same. I'm just changing the game. Heart pure, never tainted with fame. Straight ahead, I'ma stay in my lane. Never switching courses. Life's amazing. Shit is gorgeous. Looking at the bigger picture portrait, and I smile wide. Performed a song, and the crowd cried. How can I lie? I'm tearing up as I'm starting to stare in y'all lies. I know the shit you going through the last month. You're stressing as you hitting on that glass blunt A nigga praying to get lucky like Daft Punk You can't even stomach the pain, now that's a bad lunch Uh, ramen noodles on the regular Add some seasoning and some hot sauce for a better touch Peanut butter, jelly and syrup sandwich, etc And we just flying in the nebula And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home See, it might not be such a bad idea I done been around the world four times looking for parking Finally found a condo that shit still feel like apartment Out south my foul mouth started sounding like apartment Roundabout like cartwheels, hopped inside of a U-Haul Confused where all my art went Monsters in a quiet place Some of these decisions is like Sharpie on a dry erase I know they thought I wouldn't, but I'm fireplace I had my cake and ate it too, that shit is in a quiet taste I promised I would buy a place, I got my favorite roommates They used to never see me like when you zip up a new babe Do that shit for it's too late, don't ever drink the Kool-Aid Don't ever think it's sweet, that's that creme de la brulee Who they, they rob a goulet, they nasty cuckoo buffet My wife yelling, who they, my daughter I see it clear like Blu-ray, I park it in the sky I keep them on my block, round the corner of my eye like a sty, uh So don't you shed a tear, cause there'll be better years I live life by faith, nigga, instead of fear God crying, thunderstorms is heaven tears The feeling of lost hope, shit is never here Cause we gon' make it happen, by any means A young nigga dog, but I done witnessed many things Age 13, wearing hand-me-down skinny jeans You know they a little extra faded around the knees with the grass stains in them i really wish a little extra cash came in them cause a nigga really needed it pain i defeated it and brought back soul survivor nigga what you call that and it might not be such a bad idea if i never went home See, it might not be such a bad idea if i never went home don't you cry little baby little baby
from the break and I want to discuss this this made up drama of Lala and um, Carmelo Anthony and his mistress and his baby that he had on the side. Okay, follow follow with me because this can be a bit intense. So someone posted on Twitter a screenshot from it looks like maybe Facebook and the post had a picture of a little girl and then Carmelo Anthony in another picture. So two pictures. And the caption said, this is Carmelo Anthony's daughter that caused him and his wife Lala Anthony to break up for over a year. He pays child support but isn't in the girl's life according to her mother. The mom also says that Lala doesn't accept her child. In your opinion, do you think the Anthonys are doing anything wrong by simply meeting the financial obligations? Does Lala need to introduce her son to his little sister? And a lot of people had opinions. A lot of people were judging Lala, saying that Lala is a horrible person for not accepting a child. Um, She accepted her man back, but how are you not going to accept this kid? Because this kid had no fault with what her parents did. Um, it's, It's certainly no fault on the child. I agree there with people's opinions, but there's also another side that people were saying where Lala did not sign up for that. When she married Carmelo Anthony, she wanted to be his wife and have his kids. Okay, that was the agreement. And he decided to step out on their marriage and have a child. And now he now has to deal with that child. Why do I have to now take responsibility? Why do I now have to play stepmom? Why do I have to have that awkwardness and have this weird blended family now? Why do I have to go through that? I feel that. I understand that. But people in return say that's a selfish way of thinking. You should never accept your man back if you're not going to accept what comes with him. And it all comes down to this. This is a screenshot of a Facebook post from a stranger, not Lala. (laughs) I don't know where people are getting this information. I've never heard Lala say she doesn't claim this child. I don't really know the details of this mystery baby in itself. This is the first time I'm even hearing of this drama, of this of this tea, okay? But what I will say is it is kind of wrong to just be Xing out the child and not introducing your child to the mystery child. You know, they're siblings at the end of the day. And why do these kids have to suffer from the decisions the adults made? And so uh, if Lala is feeling like that, I I understand, but I don't think that's the best way to go about it. Definitely meet those financial requirements. Okay, still keep those checks coming in. Diapers, baby food, you know, formula ain't cheap. But um, it takes more than that to raise a kid. They need, uh, it takes a village. And the village includes you, Lala, and your kid. So that's my my opinion and that's that on that and it's just weird how people are just debating all day about something that was never said by them <laughs> never mentioned where do people get this tea from I what store are they shopping at for tea okay um next topic i want to talk about tyler perry really quickly random i know but he was in the news um a few days ago um He was in the news because someone had a billboard of themselves. It was a young black woman, Raquel, yeah, Raquel 
Raquel, I don't know, Bailey, that's her name. Um, she put in money for a billboard on the side of the road, big billboard plastered in the sky saying, attention, Mr. Perry, Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady. And then it had her Instagram and Twitter name. Tyler Perry saw the billboard or someone brought it to his attention and he responded via Instagram. And it, to me, wasn't the nicest response, but I'll give it to you so you have the insight. He says, uh, so here's the deal. This is not the way to get my attention if you're looking for a role in one of my shows. Please don't do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. To audition is free. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. I love that you want to work for me and I love that you invest in yourself. But when you do things like this, it puts my team on high alert and makes me look at you sideways. I know the message that you want to send is a positive one, but this comes across as the opposite. Again, the best way to work for me is to audition and it's free. We post breakdowns all the time for actors. Just come and audition. And by the way, you were great in the night of. It was my favorite show a couple years ago. I already saw you. So just audition and keep your money. Again, I appreciate your effort, but that's not the way to work for me. God bless you, dreamer. I have no doubt you will make it one day. And so that was his response to the billboard. You know, he he tried to be very respectful, very tactful. I just think that it was unnecessary to just to respond at all. I, he has her Instagram, has her Twitter. He could have told her this personally. Um, I feel like when we um, check each other as black people, it can look away to other races and just other people in general. Um, my people of color, you should know what I'm talking about. You know, when you get home, that's when you spank your kid. You don't do it in the grocery store. Come on, have have some some sense. Be presentable out here. And Tyler Tyler Perry spanked her in public. And I don't like that because she was really trying. And right now, the update is that she did get to audition for Tyler Perry. After all, someone in his camp reached out personally and requested an audition video and she submitted it. And so I don't know what's going to come of that, but props to her. And I feel like the reason why he and his team reached out is because he probably got that backlash of comments saying, you know, you're a little bit harsh. It was unnecessary. And I agree. I really do. He he did not have to make this long Instagram post saying how this is the wrong way to go about things. He could have just told her directly. But devil's advocate, how will everyone else know then who is going to make the next billboard? And so... You know, but me, I think these are the instances where we check each other in private, not in public. Last thing I want to discuss is a disturbing video that I watched on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks to Sean King, because, you know, he's our social justice warrior out there. (laughs) And I say that with all respect, because I do appreciate Sean King disturbing video from Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix police department, pulling over a car in an apartment complex, a family, black man, black woman, I believe three kids, one being a small baby um, that cannot walk. Police have their guns drawn because they were told that one of the children walked out of a dollar store with a Barbie, a dollar store. So I'm assuming that it was probably a dollar or in that in that realm and guns drawn they're yelling obscenities 
saying that they're going to blow their head off, put a cap in them, um, cussing, screaming, just shouting. People in the apartment complex are filming this because the Police officers did not have um, body cams or dash cams. And I'm glad those people in the apartment complex did film because they witnessed the police kicking the man um, unnecessarily, screaming at the pregnant woman unnecessarily, demanding her to put her hands up even though she's holding her child, threatening to shoot her if she does not comply, um, trying to rip the baby from her hands, um, telling her to sit the baby on the ground even though it's Phoenix, Arizona and it's summer. Um, It was just a hot mess. It was disgusting. It was disturbing. It was sad. The family is now suing the police department for 10 million. They're saying that now the children are wetting the bed, they're traumatized. The baby has, you know, a dead arm. Dead arm is, is when you like pull on an arm really hard and it, it's losing some of the, the filling. Supposedly the baby's going through that from the police officer pulling them. And Jay-Z has stepped in and put one of his lawyers on, on the job to help this family pro bono. I appreciate it. This has gotten a lot of attention from a lot of celebrities, a lot of white celebrities as well. Thank you, white allies. And again, the video is disturbing. I don't encourage you to go out and, and watch the video. Just know that the same shit is happening. Same shit, different day. Um, guns drawn for no reason. Family had no weapons on them. And it has been said in some of the articles I've read that they may have been shoplifting. But um, the dollar store and it looked like three cops with their guns drawn at children. Very unnecessary, very extreme, an abuse of power. This is what keeps me away from social media sometimes because every single day it's a new video. Just last week, I mean, I didn't watch it. I couldn't open it. Saw a man just kneeling on the ground with his hands behind his back and a bunch of cops with their guns drawn just pointing at him. I don't know why. I don't know what happened in that video, but I just could not bring myself to watch it. I was just not in the mood. I just could not bear it. And there's a lot more going on outside of the black community and America. There's things going on in the world, um, Sudan specifically. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not very educated on the reasons behind what's going on. All the deaths, the attacks, the travesties that's happening in Sudan. I would like to say, of course, I'm in support, but I don't want to come on here and and say something that is inaccurate. Um, Do your Googles do your research and be an ally. Um, and not just for black people. I know this is a, you know, a black urban show, but, uh, go out of your way. Um, if you're a person of color, help your people help uplift, help other people of color. But again, when it comes to these disturbing videos that I keep seeing on the timelines of whatever social networking site I'm on, it's just same shit, different day. And, um, I would like to know what you're going to do about it. But um, that's all I've really got for today. Follow Tea with Tammy on all social networking sites. Stream this on multiple streaming platforms. Um, lots of announcements to come soon that I'm very excited about. And just one little, one little last thing before I go. Um, okay, so in my past, I have rapped, right? I have um, two mixtapes under my belt. They're they're both for shits and giggles and very short. So don't think these are serious projects and I'm trying to be an established rapper. But 
I have been wanting to rap again because I find it fun and entertaining as every other rapper, I'm sure. Um, and therapeutic sometimes, depending on what, what the topic is at hand. And I had these songs on, on deck and I was like, what am I going to do with them? I don't want to like release them officially because I'm not trying to be like that person. I'm not trying to be a rapper. I just want someone to hear it and see what's up. So I did release one of the songs last episode. (laughs) And so um, if you were unbeknownst um, to that information, I am the third song featured on episode 79 of Tea with Tammy. So go back, re-listen, peep my song, feel like Nelly, and uh, let me know what your thoughts are. But in the meantime, again, do the following do the streaming, tell a friend about Tea with Tammy, donate to the Tea with Tammy Patreon, and until next time, sip some tea.